My name is Roger. I'm alcoholic. And how does a higher power tell me what to do and what not to do? I continue to work on improving my conscious contact with my higher power. This is no easy feat, since some days my natural tendencies move towards self-absorbed thinking and self-will. My early attempts set me off on all sorts of ridiculous notions of activity, just as the book promises. Since my higher power is yet to speak to me directly, I've had to listen to how others are getting direction from their higher powers. Learning the ways that the higher power talks to me is an interesting journey I'm on. One of the things I've learned to do in the past year in my sobriety is to listen. I can distinctly remember sitting through my first hundred or so meetings thinking more about what I would say, what people were thinking about me, worrying about my problems. Every now and then, I actually listened to what someone had to say, and usually this miraculously somehow applied to me. I noticed that when I actually paid attention to people in the meetings, I learned something, usually something very valuable to my newfound living skills. The more I listened, the more I learned how to be a better person, a better father, husband, son, employee, and boss. Hence, I discovered that one of the primary ways that the higher power talked to me was through listening in meetings. The higher power also tells me what not to do through other people in meetings. I've been witness to many failed attempts by my fellow members of AA, reminding me of some of my early attempts at sobriety. Some of these are obvious examples of self-will or control that I, left to my own devices, am completely capable of. Other examples I see and hear in meetings demonstrate the powerful nature of this disease. Just this Saturday, I watched another member of this fellowship whom I've known for the past year shaking with the DTs so bad he couldn't even light a cigarette or put a coherent sentence together. These sad messages from the higher power telling me what not to do. Another way the higher power talks to me is through one-on-one -on -one interaction with my friends in my life. When I'm talking to my true friends, most of whom are members of this fellowship, I get honest and open feedback. This may come in the form of sharing similar situations, a reflection on how they would handle the situation, or just, being, or just calling me on my delusional thinking. The key here is honesty and trust. I need to be aware of who tells me. I need to be aware of who tells me what they think I want to hear versus providing open and honest feedback. Yet another way the higher power speaks to me is through the big books of Alcoholics Anonymous. Some phrases that have stuck with me and, and become a, per a working part of my day are, as we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful. This is a sick man. How can I help him? He is not, even in his best moments, a producer of confusion rather than harmony. And the answers will come if your house is in order. The producer of, producer of confusion statement has really become one of my anthems at work. I work in a startup environment, and the people can get very tied up in the moment of a crisis. I find that left to my own devices, I'll be leading the charge to stir the coals. It's important to me to check my motives and actions before I act. My family is yet another channel for the higher power to speak to me. My wife has always been able to maintain strong and lasting friendships, something that I'm not very good at at all in my life. I used to become resentful of this ability. Today I can honestly say that I admire this quality and have taken the time to observe what she does and ask her advice. I'm finally starting to understand what a true friend is. I still have a long way to go, but as long as I pay attention, I get the higher power direction. Lastly, as I gain time in sobriety, I find that I can begin to trust my feelings when necessary as a way to gauge my actions. This is the higher power talking to me through my feelings. I find that this channel is most difficult to rely on and usually requires checking with my friends, family, or sponsor. However, I do know today that when I do something good without ulterior motives and selfish expectations, there's a different feeling inside of me than when I'm driven by self-seeking behavior. When I was about 45 days sober, I bought a newcomer a big book, and I promptly told everybody and every acquaintance at this meeting what I had done. 
The heck was good, but my motives were very self-indulgent. I really wanted to impress people and try to prove my worth. There were no good feelings that followed. The higher power was telling me that my motives were wrong. Today, I still may have bought the newcomer book, but I certainly have learned a lesson about the next actions after that. One final example of how, how, to, how being able to pay attention, listen, and ask for help is the way the higher power tells me what to do and what not to do is with my stepson, Drew. Drew's a special needs kid with ADHD and some form of autism spectrum disorder, such as Asperger's syndrome. His IQ is off the charts, but he's unable to meet minimum academic academic standards. He was recently expelled from a small private school because his behavior is not acceptable. My wife, Drew's biological mom, has entrusted me to handle getting Drew into a special ed program. And this requires me to rely on all the channels I've mentioned. Jan and I discussed the fact that today I'm better equipped to handle the frustration and aggravation associated with this situation. I feel that I'm able to do the right things for Drew and help him succeed without dragging my ego into the discussion. But, to be honest, it's very easy to have the higher power on your side on this one since the public schools don't let God into the school building. This is an absolutely amazing example of how paying attention and listening and acting on the messages from the higher power has changed my life. Thank you.